and welcome to the first ever episode of Young and Hungry. I'm your host, Thais Young, and I created this podcast because growing up, I never really felt like I was represented in the media since there wasn't much diversity. So I decided to make the podcast that I wish younger me had when I was growing up as a multiracial person in the US. I plan on navigating through a range of topics on this show from dating and relationships, to ethnicity and race, to mental health, and honestly, just life in general. By sharing my own life experiences and learning from others, I have in the show as well. A little background on me, I'm 22 years old. I'm currently a senior in my last semester of college at the Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, Maryland, but I was born and raised in Florida for the first 18 years of my life before I moved away to go to college. Um, Both my parents are immigrants. My mom was born in Brazil. And my dad was born in Taiwan, and I have one older sister, Haisa, who's going to come on later in the episode to discuss this week's topic. If you couldn't already tell by the title of today's episode, we're going to be discussing growing up as a racially ambiguous person and the infamous question of, what are you? We'll also be discussing growing up in a predominantly white town, when we started to notice we were different from the other kids, and how our childhood shaped who we are today. Without further ado, let's get right into the episode with Haisa. So first, let me quickly introduce you. This is my older sister, Haisa, who's three years older than me. She went to Duke University, and now she lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, and works in marketing. So yeah, have you ever been asked, what are you? Because I sure have. Yes, I have. Um, it's a pretty, like, it. yeah, it's a pretty, like, common question that I've received over the years. I just I feel like it. people meet us, and they, like, I don't know if it's like a social awkwardness thing of like not knowing the the PC way to ask like what your heritage is or like what your ethnicity your race is. Yeah, your ethnic background. But the term, the phrase, what are you is like seems to be the common word vomit that comes out of people's mouths that don't know how to articulate what they want to know. Yeah, I personally hate being asked that. I find it rather offensive because it... I'm usually tempted to be like, um, on Sundays, I like to think that I'm a plant, but on Tuesdays, I sometimes feel like a sloth. It depends. Oh, I literally said to people, I said, um, I'm a fucking human being. Like, what kind of question is that? And then they, I think then they get a little defensive and I'm like, well, maybe you should have thought about... Well, naturally, yeah. <laughs> okay, but you know, you know, I don't have a filter. So it just, it comes to mind and then I just say it. So when did you start to notice that you were different growing up? Like I didn't fully comprehend my race being different until college. And I think it's because like, Like, obviously, I knew I was not white, but I didn't really understand until I got to college. And then I kind of like looked, started like being more educated on race and having conversations around race and also meeting a lot of people like us. And then I started looking back at our childhood and realizing, oh, that's why that felt weird. Like, I, I think it was hard because it's not like we grew up and our parents were talking to us about our race and named it like that wasn't something that our immigrant parents were really focused on like they were more like our parents were focused on like school and making sure we were getting to school and doing well in school and like we're happy and emotionally stable and having conversations about our racial identity was just like not something we really did 
And because of that, I just don't think I had like the full vocabulary or like comprehension that people were making fun of my lunch because it wasn't American food. Um, I just, because I feel like we had a lot of like similar experiences, but then we also had some very different experiences growing up. And I feel like I noticed that we were like different from like white kids who were going to school with like in elementary school, like same where like when kids would make fun of like the, like the dumplings I brought for lunch or like, or like, you know, other like Asian food or Brazilian food, whatever. I feel like people like would, you know, make fun of it. And then I would, I would like internalize, oh, it's because it's not like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like it's because it's something different. That's like seen as like, oh, ethnic and not. Yeah, I had the same thing, it, but I just like, as a kid, the way my brain internalized it was like, I like to eat different food than they like to eat. I didn't make the connection of like, the reason these kids don't have dumplings in their lunch boxes is because they're not Asian. They don't have an Asian dad. Like I, it just didn't click for me. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's how I came to realize that, that we were different. And, and that's why like kids weren't like, cause obviously when you're like a little kid in like preschool, like you don't realize any of that. You just think everyone's like the same. And then when you start to grow up and then when that starts to happen, I think that's when I realized that, that we were different. Actually, something that I was thinking about when I asked you about if you've ever been asked, like, what are you, was, have you ever also been called exotic? Oh my God, I hate you. You have, and I have too. It is so annoying. It is the most, like, I don't even care about the what are you. It's the oh, exotic that drives me up the wall. I care about both. Exo- being called exotic as a person is it's just like you know borderline offensive and just makes me feel like a bird it makes me feel like an animal yeah not a person dehumanizing what's important to talk about related to the comment exotic is it touches on this like orientalism and the sexualization of the Asian female and in particular like the mixed race or the indigenous woman and we get a lot of those being like Latin and Asian and it's this idea that like because you're not a white blonde person you are other you are different and therefore exotic means not normal and like you and very different foreign so like it's saying you're beautiful in an exotic way because what you are is not the norm and that implies that there's a norm to begin with which there isn't I think also though what you're saying is that like basically the term exotic often gets connected or tied to fetishization of um of minority women and yeah exactly that's exactly what I mean and it's it's really honestly it's just really disturbing to think that there are like people out there fetishize certain types of ethnicities or race or or people that are racially ambiguous and mixed race well it's damaging in a lot of ways because if that is the automatic thing that most people think about when they think about mixed race girls or women or asian women it it just it becomes like a, a character it becomes a stereotype it's what you will first think of and that can be damaging in the workplace it can affect how serious you think that an Asian woman is or a mixed race woman, it can affect how much potential you think she has or how capable she can be of her job. It can really affect like your conversations. Um, It just, it, 
it's a persona that if you are a white person, you don't have to work against. And that is the definition of like white privilege is you don't have to constantly be working against an image or idea of yourself. Well, that's all I have. So thanks so much for coming on and for talking about, you know, our background and growing up together and our life experiences as someone who probably knows what I experienced growing up more than anyone else. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks so much for tuning into the first episode of Young and Hungry. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at young, Y-A-N-G, and Hungry Podcast. And stay tuned for the next episode.